Welcome to Election Smelection. I'm Abby Tartellin, author and electoral politics fan. I prepared this episode deep into the witching hour last night after watching the leader of the Labour Party debate the leader of the Conservative Party on ITV. The debate is now on ITV's catch-up, if you fancy it, and while a far cry from the in-depth American debates where each candidate has a brief slot to concisely answer searching and difficult questions on almost every major policy topic, I did personally find it quite illuminating, particularly with regards to the character of both 2019's possible Prime Ministers. Fittingly, each possible PM represents one wing in our question for the day, which is, what do the terms left-wing and right-wing mean? Don't feel alone if you don't know. The majority of the UK electorate doesn't, even though newspapers use these terms to refer to the parties all the time. Maybe they should be explaining this, rather than us having to try and figure it out. But hey, if you want something doing, don't rely on the Daily Mail. At least I think that's how the saying goes. Let's go back in time to 1789, as the French Revolution begins. Just as in our last episode, this was a moment in history where factions sprung up in a government on either side of the issue of the monarchy. The right were in support of the king, and the left wanted to overthrow the king. But unlike the naming of the British parties, the Whigs and the Tories, left and right weren't rude nicknames or quips, they were literally where those two factions sat in the French government of the time, the Assemblée Nationale. These terms developed into descriptions of the two factions' wider beliefs and policies, which they held in addition to royalism and republicanism, which, for any Americans listening, doesn't refer to the USA's Republican Party, but to republicanism itself, which is the idea of a country being without a king or queen. Left-wing and right-wing continue to be terms used in the French language today, except, of course, they say them in French. The words took a while to cross the channel, but had reached us by the early 20th century. So, we can see these terms are being used to describe certain kinds of politics. But, apart from supporting or not supporting the monarchy, what does being left-wing stand for, and what does being right-wing stand for? Sociologist Robert M. McIver gave this description in his 1947 book, The Web of Government. Quote, The right is always the party sector associated with the interests of the upper or dominant classes. The left, the sector expressive of the lower economic or social classes, and the centre, that of the middle classes. Historically, this criterion seems acceptable. The conservative right has defended entrenched prerogatives, privileges and powers. The left has attacked them. The right has been more favourable to the aristocratic position, to the hierarchy of birth or of wealth. The left has fought for the equalisation of advantage or of opportunity, for the claims of the less advantaged. End quote. As we can see, McIver suggests left and right-wing politics are defined by both ideas and class. Andrew Hayward, in his book Key Concepts in Politics and International Relation, supports this, saying the right stands for, quote, authority, hierarchy, order, duty, tradition, reaction, and nationalism, end quote, and the left for, quote, freedom, equality, fraternity, rights, progress, reform, and internationalism, end quote. There are certain modern ideas that smack of being left or right. An August YouGov survey showed that the political view British people most understand as being left-wing is, quote, believing that the minimum wage in the UK is too low, end quote. In the same survey, British people identified the belief that welfare benefits in the UK are too high as a right-wing view. Spending is an area where left and right-wing policies really differ. 
In times of economic instability and resulting overwhelming poverty, the typical right-wing reaction is austerity, which has been the policy in the UK since the Conservatives took power in 2010. Austerity, in its current UK form, means holding back investment and making cuts to public services while giving tax breaks to private businesses and waiting for those businesses to grow their wealth and relying on the money from the top to trickle down to the bottom. On the other hand, a typical left-wing reaction would be to invest in public services, even more so at times of crisis, with the idea that a healthy, well-paid, educated workforce with money in their pockets and ample employment opportunities can grow an economy locally and from the ground up. This was the reaction of the Labour government led by Clement Attlee that won a landslide against Winston Churchill in 1945 and went on to found the NHS, introduce the National Insurance Act to provide for pensions, sick pay unemployment benefit and funeral benefit, wrote laws to provide help for people with no income, built over a million new homes in six years, four out of five of which were council properties, and two of which my parents lived in when they were kids. But left and right can be difficult to discern. Populism, for instance, can be both left and right wing. Left-wing anarchism shares enough DNA with right-wing libertarianism to be its non-identical twin. And while a slur often thrown at the left by the right is that the left want to build a nanny state, a government too protective and interfering in its citizens' lives, many would say there is nothing more interfering than the policing of women's bodies that comes with right-wing anti-abortion politics. Sometimes what is left and what is right can be unclear. It is not unclear, thankfully, where the political parties in this election stand. Labour is traditionally known as a centre-left party, closely aligned with representing working people and provision of public services. Although 2019's Labour Party is decidedly more left than the centrist Labour of the early 2000s. The Conservatives are traditionally a centre-right party, but today's Conservative Party is leaning considerably more towards the right, as we saw in the debate last night where the Conservative leader gave the monarchy the proverbial thumbs up, even in the wake of Prince Andrew's association with a wealthy convicted sex offender. The environmentally focused Green Party, the SNP and Plaid Cymru are left-wing parties. The Lib Dems are centre, leaning a little right this year with the addition of some ex-conservatives to their candidate list. The Conservative Party's partner in the last government, the DUP, who are anti-abortion and oppose same-sex marriage, are right-wing, as is the nationalist Brexit Party. And that's the name of that tune. I'll be back tomorrow to answer the question, who are the parties running for election? on December the 12th, 2019. Thanks for listening.